Week 11 came, week 11 gone. So many good teams lost. So much pain. So many missed kicks. Pod thought's finally back, so that's probably why this week was a mess. Bryce and Yustin are also here. So I'm fucking sure. Yeah. Let's uh <laughs> let's uh blow out week eleven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm, I don't I don't want to kick things off on on too positive a note. So you know, let's let's just just have a, a good time right now and talk about what the hell happened in Tennessee instead. Because I don't really want to talk all that much about what went down in Buffalo. But hey, best team, the best team in the AFC lost badly today. Oh. What's going on with Tennessee, though? They lost to Jets. They lost to Texans. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be this just world beater, and they're getting smoked by these terrible teams. Yeah, and yet they beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the uh, Rams. Um... You never know what team you're getting yeah. from Tennessee. See, that's something I think that's going on this year. Is It's just this lack of consistency that's come out because it's usually, you know, you know who's good, you know who's bad. Sometimes a bad team ups is a good team, but typically things go the way you expect someone. You know, right. um, this season, things are less predictable than ever. And I'm, I'd love to find out exactly what's changed league wide because it's everywhere. You know, bad teams are coming out of nowhere and smoking good teams with consistency and then resorting right back to being the worst in the league the next week. You know, the best teams and you'll beat five great teams in a row and then fall to, you know, some dumpster fire like Jacksonville. Um, You consistently, all these teams are consistently inconsistent and it's remarkable. And I just can't figure it out. So, I mean, no, go on. Go ahead. No, I'm, I was just going to say some random, but go ahead. No, so I was about to ask because when I was when, uh, when I did Wayne's podcast this past week, uh, I believe he said he believes at this current point the Patriots are the best team in the AFC, and we really even couldn't come to a. It's okay, Bryce. Go ahead. I muted him. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> Bryce, no, go ahead. I'm serious. In his wavelength <laughs> debut, he's. Muted by Stephen. Oh, I've had brutal. access to that button this whole time, and I never used it. I'm gonna start though. So. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, see, okay, if I'm Wayne is exactly the kind of person who would say that, yeah. but oh man, um, I don't like that statement at all. I mean, I think that there's, there's no there's no clear cut best team in the AFC anymore, and if there was, it's not the Patriots right now. Don't get me wrong. They're pretty good. Yeah. I have confidence. Their that they, offense is just too bland for yeah, to be the, the best team in the uh, conference. Yeah. And occasionally when they do do some tricky stuff, it's, you know, they're not, they're not putting the ball in the, you know, in the arms of their quarterback to throw downfield. You know, it's like a flea flicker to a running back to get the job done because you know, at least that guy's got the strength. Um, I don't have anything against Mike Jones. Okay. I do. I, th- I like him. I didn't think he was that bad coming out of the draft. I didn't really have any strong feelings like against him. I, I, I didn't really know. I, I didn't. I didn't bother looking into Zach Wilson. I just heard Zach Wilson number two. Cool. Zach Wilson sucks. It's just your basic, uh, Bill Belichick 
offense for a young rookie quarterback. It's yeah. not going to be anything special. It's mm-hmm. just going to be, you know, kind of vanilla offense to get him through the season. Yeah, that's that's the whole idea, right? Is that they the everyone's coming along and saying, oh, you know, Mac Jones is you know the new Brady, seventy to eighteen years. You know, they've got their franchise QB calling it now. Meanwhile, like, he doesn't throw anything past fifteen yards. Yeah, I mean, against so. the Falcons, he had two passes past fifteen yards, was zero for two and an interception. That's yeah, that's yeah, you know, nothing I, I, special. Yeah, I have nothing against Mac Jones, but crowning him and saying he's why the Patriots are succeeding is just a it, it, it's just a bad call. It's just inaccurate. It's factually incorrect. This Patriots defense is once again historic because that's what Bill Belichick has always done. Fielded an incredible defense. Um, and, you know, they're a damn good team. I entirely respect them. But I don't believe in that offense to get them through the playoffs. Um, and I don't think that they're the best. I think for that reason in particular, they're, the best. they're not the best team in the AFC. You know, there's... There's plenty of good teams that have, you know, mediocre to good defenses that are sitting there with good quality to elite offenses. And those are the guys you should be afraid of when it comes to the playoffs, because when it comes down to it, great offense will always trump great defense. And I'm, 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 I'm hugely pro defense. I think having an elite defense is one of the most important Mm. things you can have as a contender, but Mm. the number one offense, number one defense in the league, the number one offense will win. That's in nine times out of 10. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's always, there's always the game here or there. But how no, often I've have seen you happen. seen? I've seen it happen more times with the defense than the offense. That's just because your team never has a good offense. I never, I never said my team. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, never, I had an I'm opportunity. Just in general, <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, you know, at least we're not allowing people to go out and score f- five touchdowns on us in our home stadium. But you know, that's a different story for. Didn't me. we shut you out though? Yes, yeah, hang on, Stephen, read this man. <laughs> Shut out Dwayne Haskins. Congratulations. Yeah, okay. Congratulations. He kind of has us there. Um, so, like, good job. No, um, this, the Bills do have uh, like a, one of the top-tier defenses in the NFL, but they have a weakness. And the weakness is run-stopping in the interior. And, and star being out doesn't help us. Yeah, missing Stollard Tudelay, who's that? Who's the only guy on our defensive line? Who's that? You know, big-bodied man who takes up the middle, um, and missing Tremaine Edmonds, who is the big body who, who's you know got the, the closing speed to get two running backs and meet them at the point. I really um, hope Tremaine hope Tremaine being out shows the fan base how uh, important he is, and he's not a liability. Yeah, because all I've been seeing through last season and this season is how bad he's been playing and how many missed tackles he has. Now, when we played against good running backs, we're getting destroyed because him and Star are out. Yeah. And uh, AJ Klein ain't that important to our defense as most of the fan base is saying. Yeah. And also, you know, I'd rather have a guy gallop close, you know, make some contact and then have a missed tackle than the guy who's never going to get to the running back in the first place. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, he might have a lot of missed tackles, but he's also had got more tackles than damn near anybody else on the team, too. Anyway, it's just sort of the point was these great these great offenses are going to trump these great defenses because that's what's happened for most of the past ten odd years. Um, you know, great obviously the best teams that win that go to the Super Bowl, that win the championships, always have at least a good defense. Because you you know, you can't just win shootouts forever. You know, Kansas City's proving that to us now. Um, but it's, uh, 
it's shocking how many of these great teams uh, have one or the other. There's either a great offense or a great defense, but never both at the same time. And that's what's causing all these consistency, inconsistencies league-wide. That's why no one knows who's great and who's not anymore. Yeah, we don't know who's great, but Kansas City Chiefs are back. Ah, back is questionable. They scored points on their first three drives, and then they didn't. They scored a single field goal in the rest of the game and nothing else. I don't. Yeah, Dallas has a good defense, I mean, but Kansas City should have put up more than a field goal over the course of three quarters of American football. That's one point a quarter. That's right, quick maths. What is going on with Dallas? So, because they're just like Tennessee, you never know what team you're getting. Last week they forget who they played but they just destroyed them now they barely put up nine points against the chiefs yeah. who supposedly had a bad secondary and bad defense all altogether yeah mm. but the chiefs are back <laughs> okay mm-hmm. so the chiefs are back but like they're back Not in to their standards yeah 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 because they're better yeah they're they're back in the terms of like hey they're back to 2017 that's right alex smith is quarterbacking this offense and they're getting to the playoffs no i i say two not through this pace that they're on this defense is better than any defense defense? they've had during their run they're giving up less than like that less than double digit points bracy i'm yeah because dallas's offense is just too inconsistent put them against like bucks maybe bucks rams any good offense and they're going to get destroyed again just like they did against the first month of the season i just don't believe that kansas city's done anything to adjust yeah they've just won two games and they've had you know they're decent wins one was a good win over the over the raiders they really stomped the raiders but they did they they beat the raiders by doing exactly what they've been doing for the past three seasons and that's what they've been stopped from doing by better teams this season Hell, they've been stopped doing that from doing that by worse teams this season. I mean, the Giants almost beat them when the Giants were missing every single offensive playmaker they had. And then they were missing half of Daniel Jones as well. They almost got beaten by half of Daniel Jones. And full Daniel Jones is... Not that top, great. Yeah, top 20 quarterback in the league if you're lucky. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, he's definitely not bottom 10, but top 20 is, is also kind of a stretch. It's, it's a, he's in a weird spot there. But yeah, you know, they haven't made, they made any adjustments. They haven't modified their game in any way. They look like the exact same team that they've looked like this entire time. The only difference is whether or not they can finish a drive and whether or not they happen to get that stop on third down. Seems like you're flipping a coin as to which one's going to happen every single time they go out there. Um, and it's just, it's largely because of uh, other teams' game planning. You know, they, they, they've stopped Kansas City from doing the one thing Kansas City does really, really well. And once you figure it out, Kansas City needs to adjust, or they, that's it. They're done. That's what you do in this league. You know, you, Someone writes the book on you, and then you learn to beat the book that's been written on you, and now they've got to go write a new book. Back to the drawing board. But Kansas City hasn't changed anything. They're just playing teams that think that they're weak. They're not they're weak. the same old Chiefs as they've been the last two seasons, probably, since they started that Super Bowl run. Oh, exactly. It's just the, the only difference is, is some teams seem to think that they're not anymore, and the teams that do respect them for who they know they are are the teams are that are able them. to, yeah, they're able to play them and beat them and, you know, play them at their level and force them into doing things they don't want to do. 
don't know. I'm, I'm having a hard time trusting the Chiefs right now. I think that obviously they are better than their record. We all know who they can be, but they need to change. They need to make actual changes before I start trusting them again. Speaking so, of, so at, at at this point, would you would you have them or have the Chargers favorite to win their division? That's tough because we've seen a lot of inconsistencies from the Chargers too. Yeah, that's true. Um, I might have to take the Chiefs just based on experience right. because they they've been on top for the past couple of years. We know that they can go toe to toe with any team in this league and win. We've, I mean, you know, they've got an MVP year from Mahomes under their belt. You know, they he's got votes in the past two. Sorry, he got votes, you know, for MVP last year as well. They he's been to two Super Bowls and two you know back to back seasons there. Won one of them. We know this team's good enough to beat anybody in this league. But with the Chargers, we know they can do it too. But the Chiefs have just done it a little more often and with a little more consistency. And I know that once they make those adjustments, they will be back to being the terrifying team that we know they are but they're just not them right now. I think the game tonight really showed how young and inexperienced this Chargers team is because they went toe-to-toe with a terrible Steelers uh, team that was missing Juju Smith-Schuster, missing TJ Watt and Joe Hayden, and they almost lost two of them. So I don't think they're ready quite yet. I mean, you know, who knows? They could win the division, but that doesn't guarantee them a deep run into the playoffs by any means. And yeah. I, I, no, I, I like it. them. I really do. I, the Chargers have been so fun to watch, but sometimes I don't do think they're heads. quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe the, maybe one more year. The Chargers are like when you're 16. And it's like your first real girlfriend, and you want to like kiss her on the neck and be all cute, but you accidentally like bite her ear. Yeah, we've all been there, definitely. I've never talked to a girl, so I personally haven't. What? Well, no, Steven, you, you nailed the experience. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like biting her ear could be cute, but it's not what you meant to do, you know? Fucking Evander Holyfield out here. <laughs> that was Mike Tyson. <laughs> Did Holyfield not bite someone too? Same, same thing. He got his ear ear bit off. Same thing. I mean, it it looked like the twenty sorry the twenty ten team all over. Twenty twenty mm. team all over again. I'm trying to say. Yeah, they got this high flying offense that can do it all, all, but you know the defense can't keep up, and the offense is still inexperienced and still makes those poor decisions. So, so who's coming out of the? If, if you had to pick right now, obviously we still have a couple, couple, a couple more weeks left. Who's coming out the AFC? Oh, the AFC, AFC champs right now. Yep. Or, or, or who do you say is the best team? Because you don't think it's the Patriots. You're not that high on the Chargers or or the Chiefs. The Bills have a lot of weaknesses. The Colts have a lot of weaknesses. The Browns have a lot of weaknesses. The Ravens have a lot of weaknesses. Yeah. Lions exploited the Browns' weaknesses today, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Bills have, like, erectile dysfunction. By the, <laughs> by the way... Sometimes we, we just, can't get that score up. By the way, can we just sit here and say that there's no team who's had as, as many bad breaks as the Lions? Oh yeah, like, like well, somehow yeah. they're somehow they're winless, but they're like they're always 
just they there. should have three four wins yeah, yeah. at most this lions team is it should be like a two to seven team right a two and seven they team should right have now. beat the niners they should have beat the ravens and they probably should have won today surprisingly yeah, that, they're probably that, the best winless team at this point in the season of all time but, probably yeah. ever yeah that, yeah, that's still a winless team, though. I mean, they're oh nine and one. They, you know, I mean, not... they um they kept it close with the Browns with Tim Boyle as a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's credit to them, and I do. You know what? You can't really root against the Lions. It's kind of <laughs> like rooting against the Browns when you're not a division rival, like for like most of the past twenty years, like. You can't really hate them. You just kind of like, yeah, you know what, little buddy, you you go, you can do it. We believe in you. And then yeah, the it's like, me and you're like, yeah, that kid's gonna die, right? And I was like, yeah, 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 they're done. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but, you my know. friends are like, yeah, you can talk to that girl. And then like, I get up there, and it's like, hey, I have a podcast, and they're like, oh, you're weird. And <laughs> no, no, no. You see, that's because you got to hit him with that wavelengths intro. Like the- that's how you do it. You're like, hi, Stephen here. <laughs> no, but like they surprisingly like do not care, which stinks because like the female demographic is like really important to me, and I think that women's sports in general need like a more mainstream coverage because it's it's not fair. That's you how know? you should start off a conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll just walk up and be women's like, "Hi, sports. Stephen here. Well, women's sports deserve more mainstream coverage." And now, now well, they know your name, they know yeah. that you're here, and, yeah. and I might bite their ear. You okay? They don't know that yet, but I'm sure you'll let them know. Um, you gotta tell them you know me too. Just show them my Instagram page. Oh yeah, be like, yeah, this is this is this is this is my friend Bryce. Look at look at yeah. look at those followers, and they'll be like, ooh, can I get a shout out? And you'll be like, ooh, can I get a kiss? And then they bite your ear. That's that seems like rape. <laughs> which which way? <laughs> I I don't want to know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is what what is going on since the last time I've been here? Um, what is this, a actually, lot of stuff. A what lot. Is this podcast a, turned into? It's been a weird NFL season, Deontay. It's been a very weird NFL season, and uh, you're a little broken in this corner of the room. <sighs> anyway, talking about biting people's ears off. <laughs> anyway. So, what other NFL themed topics can we discuss? Because Vikings oh, actually great, won that close ending game. of the Packers Vikings game. Mm, yeah. Okay. Cool. What? I didn't watch that game. Yeah. What, what happened there? I didn't see it. I actually <laughs> watch watch my team win. So let me get the kick notes. One sec. Greg Joseph actually, you know, hit one at the buzzer. Like mm. Rogers did just dominate three eighty five yards for TDs. Scaling had a huge game too, one hundred twenty three yards and a TD on four catches. Big, yeah. big day to be a wide receiver, I guess. Justin Jefferson had 164 and two TDs too. Every every receiver on both teams just dominated. Yeah. Adam scored. Scaling scored. I think Thielen did too. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, shockingly, Thielen finally scored. Just First time waste. all year, probably. But yeah, Waste, wasting his life on my fantasy team and doing a damn thing. <laughs> Yeah, see, I just I never trust Ed, uh, Cousins led wide receiver. You know, like Thielen was really good when he had Dicks out there drawing all the double teams, but now he has Justin Jefferson out there drawing all the double teams, and it's different somehow. Yeah. 
I don't That's know fair. how, but it's different somehow. Uh, cool. Um, wow. Do you still top. think Jalen Hurts is bad? Yes. No. Yes. I think he's yes. medium. He's a bad. He's a bad passer. He is aggressively medium. He's. He's, he's like a, the he, Patriots Cam Newton. He's a no. That's. I say he's a little better than the Patriots Cam Newton. That's I mean, that's almost disrespect. He can. He he's, doesn't throw the ball well, but he he's, can get it done with with his legs. Mm-hmm. He's he's what. He's exactly what scouts thought Lamar Jackson was supposed to be. Yeah, he's he's budget he's budget Lamar. I'd respect that. Lamar version Lamar Jackson. Yeah, got a great, great set of runners. Value. I mean, I, I entirely respect that he is, you know, he is, a, he is a great athlete. And he has had – he's had a, an impressive season. And you can understand why between him and Wentz, Philly chose to go with him. Especially since he does have games where you just think to yourself, why was he drafted in the second round? Mm. And why well, yeah. did they trade Wentz for him? Yeah, it should have yeah. been first. I mean, yeah, Wentz is doing a pretty good job in Indianapolis so far this season. I'm, gonna, I'm not saying great, but a pretty good job. I um, mean, 41-10. Yes, and how many of those – sorry, how, how much of that what was What did Wentz do that game? Nothing. Oh, suddenly – He was a handoff team, machine. Now when a team wins, it's not the quarterback's, like, achievements. Wins on the QB well, stat, man. John Taylor scores five touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you know, you could, if my running back could score five touchdowns a game and Josh Allen threw for zero touchdowns, would I say, well, Josh Allen? If you're running back and you get yeah. 50 yards a game, you would consider it a win. <laughs> hey, hang on. Matt Breida had 40 Breda yards today. That's, yeah. that's close, right? Oh, yeah, that's rich. That's close. Coming from a Bills fan, you should know about that's close. <laughs> hey, man, don't talk, about, talk, don't talk about things that happened before Where I was Where are you born. in the division anyway? Oh, hang on. That's a good point. This division's supposed to be garbage. Hello, I wonder what... hello, 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 hello. Deep at the bottom. <laughs> Terrible. And he's still talking, too. <laughs> no, hang on. Sorry, guys. You forgot. His, yards his, his, his Cardinals are top of the NFC West. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he doesn't claim the Jets. He only claims the Cardinals because Cardinals are doing well. Yeah. I don't know. But when the Jets do well in 50 years, he's going to claim them for Arizona. So, <laughs> fifty-year Arizona fan, but he refers to like a, a picture of him as a teenager wearing a Jets hat one time. Where he's like, "So look, when I was a boy, my father raised me to be a Jets fan." See, <laughs> actually, man. I didn't. I didn't really have a dad growing up. But thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> oh, well, your cousin then. I didn't really know my cousin. Really, one of them lived under a bridge. Okay, fine. That's all the, the local... time we got for this week. <laughs> One of the homeless guys off the street nearby. I Perfect. slept in a car for a good period of my life. Okay, fine. You were the homeless guy in this car nearby. How's that? I mean, it wasn't like a good period. It was like a couple months there. It was like pretty bad. I talked about it on a different podcast. Uh, man, yeah, let's, let's just talk about the Cardinals. They won on the road in Seattle. Yeah, what's going on with Colt McCoy? That's absurd, Wilson right? Sucks. Russell Wilson sucks right now. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with him because he, he I mean, he what, not supposed year, he was, to be playing. Last year, he was a core, he was the half yes, halfway mark MVP, and everyone was like, man, Russell wasn't for MVP. And ever since then, he has been a not good player. Why is Cole McCoy thrown for 300 yards and two TDs, though? Because they know wherever they know, Cliff Kingsbury goes is successful. Well, no, because he they designed an offense to make uh, 
Kyler Murray succeed, but you know, when Colt McCoy was willing to, you know, target guys successfully downfield and hit the mark, you know, he doesn't need to extend a play to find what's to make someone open. This no, this is me dissing Murray. I'm just saying they're totally different kinds of quarterbacks and they get it done in this offense in completely different ways, even though the offense doesn't change. He doesn't rescheme this offense for a different quarterback starting on Sunday. No. He leaves it the exact same as if Kyler Murray was in there, and he just throws it differently and makes the and makes plays happen in in strange and obtuse ways. And I don't, I don't like, I understand it, but it upsets me because you know. Can we just talk about how Zach Ertz had probably a vintage of Philadelphia Eagles Zach Ertz State eight this is, for eighty-eight this is yards I- and two TDs. This is what happens when you have a quarterback who can throw the ball or get, get, can at least, nah, or is nah. not injured. Nah, well, I was about to say, well, Kyler Murray was hurt, but Colts hurt, always hurt yeah. too. But still, you have a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. That's This is what happens. So. How does it feel to see Colt McCoy succeed when you let him go? How does it feel to be a Jets fan? Awful. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun. It's obviously not as bad as the other like real things in my life that I had to deal with that, you know, I overcame and. Like, you know, like we're still here. <laughs> All right. I mean, wow. It's fine. What about the Knicks? Actually, <laughs> they lose like a couple games and everybody's like, the sky is falling. Knicks, Knicks tape. Yeah. I mean, actually, wait, we're all the Knicks right now. This Knicks. podcast has been this down has been the ever rest. since Deontay, yeah. ever since Deontay left. <laughs> what happened? This is vintage wavelengths. Uh, oh, yeah, this is that. OG stuff right here. We're back yeah. to business. This oh, is man. We, we were missing. Steve, Stephen, your lighter went off, and it looked like you had just disappeared into it, just become a ghost right then and there in front of our eyes. Like like the Jets' chances of being a good football team. <laughs> I mean, at most, they would have won seven games this year. Notice how to... everyone but Zach Wilson, every quarterback but Zach Wilson has looked good this season on the Jets. Uh, He's never, how, about, how about Josh Johnson? Josh Jones, 300 yards. Joe Flacco, 250. Mike White had a couple great games. He hasn't but had Zach LeFleur Wilson in the booth yet. At the bottom of the barrel. And Sam, Sam Donald's in Carolina seeing ghosts. Yeah. So, yeah, judge season's going well. It's to now be fair, though, QB controversy. The, um, the Jets are, I think, second overall <clears throat> pick right now. It's yeah, them, the Houston, and Jacksonville. Hmm? They have the second and fifth pick as of right now. Yeah. So, honestly, huh. it's not that bad to be a Jets fan starting next season. They got good capital and they can make it work. But that's only if they can develop Zach Wilson in the offseason. Did they get the fifth pick from that Jamal Adams trade? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> can, can yeah, we... they're still benefiting off of that. Mm-hmm. Can I – I said this last year. If Seattle – even though they're already doing it, they just completely fall off the deep end. Does Pete Carroll can get fired just to get some sort of change in there? Because he's been there for a while. Well, Pete and Russell are going to be there next year. Very possible. Teams very don't let go of yeah. quarterbacks who have Super Bowl, Super, you know, Super Bowls on their record with the team. That's just how it, it, it's so rare for no matter how I think bad Russell it gets. Wilson's that one exemption, though. Yeah. I mean, Joe Flacco, Except Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. You know, that's uh, just the three team. that were like just playing. 
Well, teams, uh, but teams aren't going to let go of the coach that got them there, even if you have the star quarterback. It's so rare that a quarterback, you know, that a team will go to the Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, get back, have a couple down years, and they'll be like, well, let's get rid of the coach. Literally the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, but, you know, as I said, it's rare. I didn't say say it doesn't happen. And Philly are a special kind of bad. So they're good enough to not get the greatest draft picks. They're bad enough to not get the greatest playoffs. You know. All right. Well, uh, we haven't been in his own world right now. Yeah. We haven't been able to do this in a couple weeks. Uh, Oh, shit. Okay. I don't know if. Deontay has it all, but he is familiar with having, you know, big nuts and just plopping them down on a nice table. So, Deontay, your D-Y-N-O-T-T-P-O-T-W is... There it is. Blank. I what? He hasn't done this one before. On the table, player of the week. Oh. Player <laughs> of the week. Just, 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 just yeah, he turned Player of the week. Tell me you don't watch or listen without telling me you don't watch or listen. Hey, hey, it's, it's been <laughs> a while. Even my little brothers know what that is. It's been a while. Okay, I had to had to take a had to take a what's what, are, what, what do what do the uh, kids call it? Load management. I had to take a little mm. break from, from, from Yeah, so you step. couldn't watch while you weren't here? Like the Jets playoffs, yeah. He carries he carries our uh, carries the pod when he's on it. He carries the viewership when he's done. All right, he's so? he's done for a minute. Bryce, you go. Jonathan Taylor, easily five touchdowns. All right. Yeah, yeah. So he took that one from me. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to have to say it, right? Shocker. Yeah. The pod thought takes the basic pick. <laughs> I'm sorry. He scored five touchdowns, and he's obvious pick. I mean, you want to go Eckler too? He, he went off. Substandard, yeah, that was man. my next one, Austin Eckler. <laughs> yeah, take it. Take it. Yeah, I mean, let me pull up the stats real quick. He had, I mean, his rushing yards weren't that great, but he still had four touchdowns. He had 65 receiving yards, two TDs, averaged 10.8 yards per uh, reception. I mean, he just dominated that, dominated that game through all four quarters. The uh, Steelers' defense just couldn't stop them. They couldn't game plan around it. Except on that really important fourth down. But, I mean, that wound yeah, up I mean, that that being that important. Yeah, I mean, that was one play, and they still won, so. Yeah. He still had four TDs, so that kind of evens it out if you have four TDs. All right. My uh, D-Y-N-O-T-T-P-O-T-W? Yeah, you said PP. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Um, <laughs> it's um, my 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 dropping out on the table player of the week is Joe Mixon because that's a good one too. No one is going to talk about how not very good Joe Burrow looked today because Joe Everyone's Mixon looked about great. Mixon, yeah. yeah, everybody's saying, "Hey, man." How good did Mixon look? They can finally lean on Mixon again in this massive, you know, blowout of the Raiders, who are supposed to be a very good team right now. You know, what a a nice, refreshing sort of bit of news for the Bengals fans. Sorry, Bengals fan. He's out there. Somewhere. Somewhere. In, in the rafters. Yeah. 
He's got a season ticket. It cost him his whole month's allowance. Well, yeah, Mixon had 123 yards, two TDs, averaged 4.1 yards per carry. Oh, yeah, dominating outside the tackles, too. I mean, you know, he, 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 he got, you know, the coaching staff put him in space, and he made men miss consistently. It was like, that's vintage Mixon from three, four years ago. I guess it's my turn. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. I just want to shout out all the single moms out there. You know, they they just deserve some love too. We talked about like my lack of dad and my mom raised me by herself. So, you know, women's sports, I'm sure there's a women athlete out there that just raises their family by themselves. But uh, Deontay wants to yeah. say something so bad. I'm going to go with Colt McCoy here. Just, <laughs> just slap the cards cap right back on. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, this just proves how good this offense is. They don't even need Kyler Murray. They don't need DeAndre Hopkins. Got a three-headed monster at running back. Cliff had to wear a winter coat. What a change of topics. <laughs> you see how uncomfortable Cody looked wearing that winter coat? Cliff is like, you know, used to Texas and Arizona. He had to wear long sleeves, but he still got it done. Great guy, great team. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> Shout out to the single moms, I guess. I don't. I don't know. What do you mean you guess? I mean, I was just randomly. I don't. Care. <laughs> I don't care. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Speaking of single moms, Stephen, you said you never spoken to a woman. Yeah. What about your mom? Does she count? I mean, yeah. In, but in like, his you case, know, yes. It's like, I don't know. It's like saying you've never, I don't know, seen a naked person, but like you've obviously taken a shower. Oh, Says you. Oh, oh. <laughs> what does this become? I might have to take another break. <laughs> oh. Oh, who it's knows? never been like this before uh, you got here either. <laughs> I, it's just foreign to me. I'm used to being weird. This is, this is we had several ordinary episodes in between when we last saw you and now. It's several. Just, this yeah, is just none of none of the other podcasts were like this. This is just this is like depressing. Now I'm about to just sit sit here, just like stare stare at my wall and think that thank God I have a dad in my life. Like, geez, Stephen, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Sometimes, like, when I can't sleep, I just uh, stare up at my ceiling, and then it's like, oh, dang, one day this is just all you're going to be, like, seeing, because, like, you're dead, and right. it's just I don't, dark I don't, forever. I don't, I mean, you have a dark ceiling? No, like, when it's dark at night, oh. you just look up, and it's like, wow, one day this is going to be it, you know? This is the most suppressing thing I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, what does this ever, podcast turn into? You ever just like sleep and then you're like, into? wow, this is like life forever one day? Well, to be fair, it's not really life forever one day. It's death forever one day. But who knows? It could be a party down there. They could lower any of that box in the earth. And then like when everyone leaves your funeral, suddenly the bottom of the box opens up and you drop down and it's just <laughs> disco all the time. I, I was having a great day. Now I'm just think about death. Thanks. Hey, well, to, hey, you can have a good day and still think about death. You'd yeah. be like, man, death, right? How do you think funeral yeah, home wa- operators like, make a living? Fan, so. 
Yeah, that's actually a fair point from Stephen there. Like, how Those do people they have no it? soul? They have they have no souls. That's what it is. No, they got plenty of souls. Just none of them belong. To them. <laughs> Watch this on YouTube, <laughs> Apple, Spotify. If you want to listen, sportswave.net. See you on Tuesday.